I just fell into all these pop hooks. But then you hit record and you're out the door anyway. Our whole relationship is a CD skipping away. Crush on Ray. How's it going? It's going good. Welcome to Crush on Radio, minus one. Um, due to scheduling things, Andrew can't be on again. It, it, this summer's just been ridiculous for our, our, all of us, I think. Uh, yeah, and uh, and I mean, he's got so much going on with like the uh, the yoga stuff, and then, what do you say, one of his friends is getting married too, which is cool. And Yeah. yeah. So, so stag, yeah. Stag party. <laughs> yeah. So that that's uh, though I mean those are all good reasons to be missing. It's like you know it's better than you know he's sick or hurt or anything. I mean that would be bad. Yep. Then again, I'm sick today and I'm here. Oh, well, okay. Well, I meant like sick, like you know, sick, sick, like hospital yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like, I mean, like, I, 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 I'm you know pretty stuffed up too, just with my allergies all the damn times. So yeah, yeah, I got myself a nice little sinus infection going on. Ooh, fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, the worst of it's over. I took off from work on Friday, and I slept really late on Saturday, and now I can breathe, for the most part. Yay! Breathing is fun. Yes. And my ears have popped open, so I can actually hear music properly again. Oh, good. (laughs) Yes, because we have to stay on topic. Indeed. Yes. When we have music to talk about, we have um, some very, two very different records this week. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I mean, we tend to be ha- have selections that are pretty far-ranging, but I don't think we've ever done an episode where the picks are this completely... Diametrically I opposed? <laughs> I, don't know if it's, I don't know if you can really say diametrically opposed in terms of music, but I, they're so definitely so, so far removed from each other that it, it's hard to think they occupy even the same universe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're both clearly music, but... Uh, but but yes, completely completely different flavors. One is um, pistachio. The other is um, boysenberry crunch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ice cream, I was actually uh, there's a place not too far from here called Maxim Nina's. Uh, it's a kosher ice cream shop, and they they're known for having odd flavors, including um, uh, they, at one point they they had um, why can't I smoked salmon and cream cheese. That would either be disgusting or awesome. I think that might be kind of awesome. I do like smoked salmon and, cr- and I do like cream cheese. They also, they've also had gefilte fish ice cream in the past, and that would be nasty. Hmm. Yeah, I've never had gefilte fish, but... Don't. <laughs> it, it, it's how I know I'm not Jewish. Uh, I, I like matzo, and I can't stand gefilte fish. <laughs> isn't, isn't gefilte fish kind of like a lutefisk kind of thing, where it's like a cured fish? It's, it's, it's kind of pickled. It's not cured. Yeah, oh, there's okay. no there's no lie involved. Okay, yeah, that's the thing with lutefisk is you know it's let, let's take this deadly like poison thing and and put food in it and then eat it. <laughs> ah, the things we do. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so, um, since Andrew's not here, do you wanna do you wanna lead off? Because we'll probably have more to say about uh, about the uh, the the other record than than we would about yours. Fair enough. Um, the the um. The album that I picked this week is Kainsham by the Bonzo Dog Band. Uh, that is spelled 
K-E-Y-N-S-H-A-M. Because it's a uh, name of a British city. Or actually, I think it's probably more of a, a town. I think it's a smaller thing. And But yeah, it's it's Canesham. Though if you look at the sleeve... Canesham. Canesham. But if, if you uh, look at the sleeve, if you've never heard it before, you're probably going to go like, what in the hell is this thing called Canesham? <laughs> but... There you go. Unless you're British, which, you know, probably most of the people who bought Kingdom were. So there you go. But anyway, uh, Bonzo Dog Band, wonderful act. Um, the uh, the main kind of engine uh, behind it were uh, Neil Innes and uh, Vivian Stanshaw. Um, Neil Innes, you probably know from uh, doing the Ruddles, uh, working with Monty Python, um, uh, just... All sorts of stuff. If you're British, he was also like uh, the guy behind the the or who did the narration for the kids show, the Raggy Dolls. Uh, one of my like friends was just like I, I I can't remember how it came up or something, but like I think I was like played her an in his solo song, and she was like, "This is the Raggy Dolls guy." <laughs> so there you go. And then Viv uh, Viv uh, did a lot of other stuff on solo, like and kind of became known uh just for his you know his some of his comedy stuff and his spoken word um wasn't he also involved with the show the young ones in some form no i don't think so i think that i think you're thinking of there's a character called viv in no like didn't he like do something with the theme song for that oh actually i think you might be right i think you are right there i'm sorry i i I was all calling you wrong when you weren't (laughs) so there you go but yeah yeah so um the Bonzos kind of are have been around for a, for a while in various forms. Um, unfortunately, uh, Vivian uh, is no longer with us. He actually like burned to death in '93, I think it was. Ooh. Yeah, uh, Neil Neil's still around and still making music and still putting out really awesome records. So that's good. But um, anyway, Kainsham. Why, why don't we actually hear a little bit of now of um, a cut from Kainsham, which and let's go with. Uh, the opening track, actually, which is "You Done My Brain In." Well, I thought we were you were gonna do the Bride Strip Bear by Bachelors. Oh shit! Uh, yes, we are. Uh, <laughs> edit, edit that out. Edit that out. And let's hear a little bit from Kainsham right now with the Bride Stripped Bear by Bachelors. Sorry, I, I could have. I, I thought I, I. I think Bachelors is the better song, but I, I thought that I had written down um, Brain, but oh well. <laughs> I need to. I need to have a stock clip of a record scratching. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I, 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 I spaced on what I chose. I don't think that's the first time either, but <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> this was. Let's see. This is what episode. 42 overall something like that yeah and i i think you've uh you've, you've maybe forgotten your which pick was yours um how many episodes have we done again no i'm kidding 
I kid because I love. I know, I know. I, I don't like. I mean, like I know. Like half the time, I've been all like, "What did I choose again?" <laughs> and I, I think this might be the first time I completely chose the wrong pick, though. I think it happens to. Yeah, it, ha- it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, <laughs> it only happens. It only happens to you, but. Uh... <laughs> No, that's a compliment in a sort of backhanded way. <laughs> but um, anyway, though, I, I I guess we should get back to actually talking about the record then, huh? Instead of how much I suck. <laughs> okay. um, I, I, I have loved uh, the Bonzos since like high school. Like um, I, I, I've, you know, I think I've mentioned that my love of like what's not of novelty music and a lot of people would, you know, mention the Bonzos in the same breath. And so one time in high school, I went down to the Tower Records. They actually had a copy of the Urban Spaceman album. I I bought that and fell in love with it. But the thing is, is that, like, as silly as the Bonzos could be, I don't really consider them a novelty act at all. And and I, I think this, I think Kainstrom especially is pretty far away removed from the whole novelty idea, I guess. Um I mean, I think it's like a really great Zappa-esque pop record. Um, and I mean, there's 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 funny songs on there like Tent or We Were Wrong, but but yeah. So um, anyway, uh, I guess before I ask, I am going to mention one thing that I thought was funny that like two nights ago, I had a dream where we were doing the podcast and it wasn't even like a visually interesting dream or anything. It was like, like in the dream, I was here sitting in front of my computer with my headphones on speaking into a microphone through Skype. So that 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 shows you the uh, my vivid uh, dreamscapes in my head, but it was like funny because like um, Dream Andrew hated this record, like he he just went off on it and was all like you know what what are you doing what are you doing and, and Dream you also was wasn't as quite as like enraged by the existence of Kainsham, but you you were kind of backing him up. Like it, it, it went over like worse than like pretty much anything I've ever picked. So let's how how does Real Rich think of this record versus versus Dream Rich? Dream Andrew is absolutely right, and I'm gonna no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I had to, I had to, especially since Andrew's not actually here to to uh, to take up his part of the joke. Um, yes, it's I don't really know if this was the best intro to the Bonzos. I mean, it's it's an okay record. I, it didn't like make me want to turn it off, mm-hmm. but it it sort of like felt like it was there. Like none of it really grabbed me except for like a couple moments. Like "Tent" is a stupidly fun song. You got to give it that. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I I know I've heard the "Bride Strip Bear" by Bachelors before. It was on one of your mixed CDs. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, see which one? Bride stripped. That's not working. Okay. Uh, try it the other way around. Uh. Bonzo Dog Band 3. Uh, I was on... Yeah, uh, Jeff Bridges. I don't need no Jeff Bridges to put music to my... You always have the weirdest titles <laughs> for these things. Um, yeah, Nestled Between... Nestled After uh, They Might Be Giant Song, uh, which is a good one. But yeah, it, it, it's, it only has three stars on that particular mix. And it, it, mm. it, it never really grabbed me. Um, the intro to Sport is, is entertaining. But the rest of the song, not so much. But you know, sport, sport, masculine sport. Uh, Busted is a is a fun one. You done my brain in is fun too. But a, a lot of it's just kind of like kind of there. It doesn't really grab me as much. Um, which is odd because like I know the only other Bonzo song I've heard was another one that you put on a mix CD, and it was I think it's a cover. But uh, I'm going to bring a watermelon to my girl tonight. 
Oh yeah, yeah. That's that a cover of cover of an, like an really old old novelty song from like the thirties. Right. Though I don't think I'm I'm reasonably certain the second uh, version, the second part of the song is original. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they they uh, they would adjust some of the songs that they covered like yeah. that. I just can't imagine like an, an actual nineteen twenties novelty song ending with uh, "Tonight I'm going to bring a rope and she can hang herself." <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm not sure because like. I, I'll have to actually look up that one just because I know so, sometimes they would get really dark. Like there's one, um, Bonzo's didn't do it, but um, there was one that I, I found from a, um, it was an R. Crumb comic and, uh, but like, and I found the original thing. It was like original from the, I think like a 20s novelty song as uh, That Fat Girl of Mine. And it's a really mean song. I, I was listening to it and I was like, oh God, but uh one of the lines in there is like, um, it, if times get hard, I'll render my girl and sell the lard. Ooh. Yeah. But so, I mean, like, I mean, that, that, that type of darkness isn't necessarily, you know, a, a, a new thing. I mean, because, I mean, that, 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 that line is infinitely more fucked up, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, uh, the tonight I'm going to bring a rope line is, is, is darkly amusing. Yeah, yeah. That that one that one is sort of like oh ha uh, okay you know it, it's it's a bit of dark humor but the 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 one in uh, that fat girl of mine I'll, I mean I'm gonna see if I can find that and throw that in the show notes just so people know and now I'm just thinking of the mood of Fight Club <laughs> <sighs> so yeah I like I said I don't know if this was the the best intro I mean I'm curious to check out more but this one just like I mean I know they sort of like kind of like novelty jazzy. Stuff yeah. like the watermelon. I'm going to bring a watermelon as yeah, if you, the if only example like, I can think of because it's all I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you like uh, watermelon, uh, check out the Gorilla album because that their that's their that's their first album, and that one has much more of that kind of feel. Okay, um, okay. it's it's mostly originals, but I mean, it's it has that kind of feel to it uh, because they were kind of out of a um, a movement. Or I, I don't even know if it really qualifies as a movement necessarily, but a a you know group out of the the uh, '60s England uh, of kind of going back to that sort of 20, 20s and '30s kind of sound for of novelty singles like uh, like uh, the band um, the what was it the new vaudeville uh, quintet I think who did uh, the song um, Winchester Cathedral. Um, that, I know the song. I don't know who did it. Yeah, but but yeah, like that that Winchester Cathedral. Um, that that the band there um uh, shared a few members of the Bonzos in the beginning, and they, it was like an early split, and uh, you know, the remainings went to the the Bonzos and put out like Gorilla and stuff like that, and then the other ones went into the New Vaudeville. Um, hmm. so yeah, so and that so, I don't know what their later electric stuff is like either. So. Yeah, um, for for the later stuff, like probably um, Urban Spaceman, because mm-hmm. that's like a that that one is probably that and Girl are probably the two most straight up novelty albums. But even they aren't really. I mean, because there's a lot of really great pop on there too. Um, Kane Show honestly is my favorite of the Bonzo albums, but but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just I just think it's a phenomenal record, and I yeah. I just love it. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just feels like something. I'm not I'm like I'm not getting something. You ever get that feeling where, where you're listening to something and you're like, I can understand why someone would like this. Yeah. I don't get it. I, I There's something not 
there's something missing from this for me. Sonic Youth for me. Yeah, I mean, I I, I I can appreciate Sonic Youth, and I see why a lot of people like them. And I can like on paper they should be like my favorite band, just from you know the the kind of stuff that they do. But I they've just never clicked with me. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's one of the. It, it's like this with a lot of things that you, you know. I think there's there's a we we could go for hours on this, but I think there this is thing with the internet and opinions now where if you there's a difference between saying I don't like this and saying this thing is bad. Yeah, yeah. But on as as in, in a lot of online discourse, saying I don't like this has become synonymous with saying this is bad. Yeah, yeah. And that, uh, that, that's that's that, that's a problem. Yeah, there's actually like uh, one of my friends uh, uh, posted a really good essay about about that, but about uh, movies to take to Katie sneeze. It's like basically the idea of you know taste being an actual arbiter of quality, which is you know what you know. And so I'll I'll throw that in the show notes too. But it's it's worth a read. It's it's pretty entertaining because especially too because you know uh, he really likes a lot of quote unquote bad movies. Well, who doesn't? Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, and so, I mean, it's, it's interesting because he comes from that, you know, standpoint, but it's a really good point. And, you know, I mean, the thing is, is it's like, even if a movie is quote unquote bad, it's still, it can still be very entertaining. And, and since they're, you know, movies, well, and music and, and everything really are, I guess, you know, meant to be entertaining i mean doesn't that kind of mean that they still more or less you know not everything has to be high art yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it, i i i admit i have a, 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 a uh, I, w- I was raised on classic rock as i've said several dozen times over the last year and a half um but uh you know i still have an aff- appreciation for stuff like acdc which is not art it's dumb cock rock but it's you know like the uh the early stuff, at least. I've, I've, after Back in Black, I sort of, like, lose interest. Uh, but it's just really well-executed blues rock, and it's dumb fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you listen to it like a... Like, like a Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, man. Come on. It, it's stupid mm-hmm. fun. Yes. Done that cheap. <laughs> Dirty Deeds and the Done Dirt Cheap. Dirty Deeds and the Done Dirt Cheap. <laughs> Yeah. It's it, it's a great it's a great fun stomping kind of song. Yeah, it does. You know, and you can like that, and you can also like you know serious artsy music, like um, what's a good example? The Residents. <laughs> they sort of alternate between serious and not serious. I think. Well, yeah, okay. Or um, uh, dang, that is that is a good question. I mean, like, because a lot of the bands that we do listen to do kind of have that alternating between the, you know, the serious and not, you know, I mean, like, you know, the residents themselves say a a lot of, you know, real, real good things, but then they also, you know, have ones that are kind of goofier too, you know? Um, I mean, that's that's just like pure art music. Like maybe like Laurie Anderson, you know, even though she's got a little bit of wry humor in her work, she's her, her stuff is still, I think, squarely in the art world. Yeah. 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 So you can, you can like both. You can like both. You don't have to limit yourself. <sighs> I guess that's about as good as the segues we're going to get into this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My pick this week is um, Jesus 
the new album by Kanye West. And let's hear a little bit of the song uh, New Slaves right now. You see it's broke, nigga, race him. That's that don't touch anything in the stove. And it's rich, nigga, race him. That's that come in, please buy more. What you want? A Bentley, fur coat, a diamond chain? All you blacks want all the same thing. Used to only be niggas. Everybody playing. Spending everything on Alexander Wang. New Slaves. This is going to take some setup. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I, I I remember coming. I came across an article online talking about Kanye West's performance on Saturday Night Live, and like, all right, I'll read this. And the article had you know the video of him performing the songs, and so I watched the video and I watched. I think it was New Slaves that I watched first, and I'm like, oh, holy shit, this is not what I expected at all. That's the lyrics are dead serious, and the uh, music is suitably dark and creepy and electronic and I like that and then I watched the black skinhead performance like whoa hello so I'm kind of curious I was curious about the album and I picked it up and I checked it out and it's not all great but it's it's interesting and I like it for the most part and uh I mean when it's when it's like really good it's it, it's it's on when it's good like the first I'm gonna say five six songs or five songs are just like boom incredible and then um you know it's stumbles a little bit with uh i'm in it which borderline offends me and kind of gets good again at the end but uh it's i've never heard anything else by kanye west except like one song and i know he's not the greatest person in the world but he's the, the music is interesting and i like the album and there's probably something worth talking about here <laughs> <laughs> nope good night <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I like. Are we done, or I'm sorry. I I I, I think I, I think I'm I'm done setting it up. Oh, well, that's what I meant. Yeah, I didn't want to just start <laughs> start rambling, you know, and, and there would be like if you were in mid thought or whatever. But um, yeah, I've um, I liked the um, Eight Oh Eight and Heartbreak album, which is the one that he did. That's kind of more of. Um, Kind of 80s style jams almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 808 being, of course, like a famous... 808 being a, a famous uh, drum machine. No, you're, you're, the, the 606 was the drum machine. The 808 oh. was the bass synthesizer. Oh, you're right. You're right. God damn, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking up today. No, no, no. I, I'm, I was just <laughs> like... I was literally reading up about this, the, about the, uh, the, TR, the TR-606 the other day because I was looking up Big Black on Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. So it, it it just happened to be fresh in my mind, and so I, I knew the eight oh eight had to be the uh, the base one. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. I, I think I was getting confused with like Kid Six Oh Six. I have no idea with who that is. Uh, DJ, I think he's on Ninja Tune. Um, but basically, also he he is named after the drum machine instead of the uh, bass synth. But okay, right? Because but... I, I know Big Black used the Roland uh, TR Six Oh Six on their all their stuff. Yeah, I, I've like heard that that has like some really just amazing sounds on it. That's like, I, I think a lot of people will actually say that's like the best drum machine. Yeah, I mean, do you listen to Big Black? I uh, haven't listened to much of it. No, okay. I like I, I I think I have like a download of uh, songs about fucking somewhere, and I just need to sit down with it. Really? Okay. Yeah, give that a spin. At least at least hear the cover of the model. The model's co- the model cover's good. Yeah. But oh, um, yeah, we're talking about Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but anyway, though, yeah, like I said, I liked the um, 808 and Heartbreak album okay. Um, I mean, it wasn't one that I was like, you know, hot damn about, um, like, you know, like, like how sometimes you do, you immediately kind of fall in love with a record in it. It didn't do that for me, but I was like, this is a good record. I can see why everyone's talking about it. Um, so I was kind of open to, to Jesus. Um, and I have to say, I mean, I love a lot of the sounds that he has on this record. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of really kind of like harsh, like almost like kind of industrial like beats and, and sounds on here yeah i know that that's what caught my attention it's like yeah you yeah. don't really there's are you familiar with death grips no they are um well you know about you know the band hella right yeah yeah the guy the, the drummer for hella this is his like current project he's got like a guy and uh there's a it, it's a it's a hit, really noisy glitchy industrial hip-hop project uh like huh. chick yeah, called Death Grips, and with, uh, like, look up a song called, um, oh, what's a good one? Um, cause I, uh, I, I, done it. Death Grips, um, I'd say, uh, look up the song I've Seen Footage. Okay. And I mean, we, well, yeah, we need to throw a link of that in the show notes, too, just for anyone who wants to. No. Uh, I, I won't. You can't make uh, me. <laughs> uh, no, I'll throw that in. Uh, and, and sort of, the the the, uh, the sound on Jesus has been compared, kind of unfavorably to like Death Grips light, but I don't mm-hmm. think that's what he's going for. Because Death Grips is really noisy, noisy. Yeah, I mean, this is like very much, uh, you know, in a a pop vein. I mean, it's you know, I mean, it's it's experimental, but it's you know, the the pop pop and rap kind of song structures and stuff. It's sort of uh, kind of like a I guess the Nine Inch Nails. Because like, I mean, a lot of people would slag Nine Inch Nails for being like. They're industrial light or, or whatever because, oh, no, there's hooks, you know. And, I mean, I love really harsh industrial, but I also love Nine Inch Nails. And I, th- I think it's the same kind of thing is going on here. And I, I don't think it's, like, a really a fair cut because it's, like, you know, he's neither Kanye nor Trent are going for the, the you know, really harsh stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's yeah. not like they, they went for that and failed. And, oh, no. I I fell into you know I was trying to do you know throbbing gristle but I I just fell into all these pop hooks you know <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean it, that that doesn't really happen you know <laughs> but um but yeah so I mean I I think that's kind of a silly complaint is you know oh no this is it's it's like harsh but too poppy other people might like this <laughs> but um. The thing is for me though is that the lyrics really sank Jesus for me because so much of it is about how awesome Kanye West is and oh my god I got so sick of it after like you know like maybe the third or fourth track you know of you know about how you know how awesome and how badass Kanye is I don't care <laughs> yeah, it's- the, the ones that stuck out for me were the ones where he's not spending all that time talking about how great he is, like New Slaves, for example. Yeah, yeah that, like, that's the one that really got me interested in the record because of the you know serious lyrics, like talking about you know privately owned prisons and you know modern slavery of uh, you know prison work and you know. Yeah, like I mean, if there were more New Slaveses, I mean the song, not the actual, you know. <laughs> I, I I I figured. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a horrible person. <laughs> But um, if there were know, more like I don't that, know what I'm going to be using for the pre-clip today because you've given me so much gold so far. <laughs> but, 
But um, I mean, if there was more stuff like that, I would have liked Jesus a lot more. But there, it seems that like rather than that, like stuff like "I Am a God" is kind of the defining theme of the record. You know, the thing with "I Am a God" is I, I take it almost as uh, as satire in a lot of ways. Um, I mean, I, you I can't not I... laugh at, at lines like "In a French house restaurant, hurry up with my damn croissants." Yeah, but I I think the thing is is that while while I am a god is kind of it is kind of a put on the rest of it isn't. Sometimes that, I'm not sure. I don't know. I I don't know. I just if if it is, it's like sort of it, even if it is a put on, then I, I guess it's basically like okay, I got the joke already. Yeah, I mean, so I've I've heard some people complain that some of the lyrics are kind of weak, and the only thing I find like lyrically stupid, really weak, is I'm in it because it's just like so over the top borderline pornographic yeah but yeah. Like, i mean when, when it's funny it's really funny like uh park my range rover okay I, sorry i scratched your corolla okay i smashed your corolla come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's hilarious and you know it <laughs> yeah yeah i i think it's one where i think i think um it would work better in smaller doses mm. like i i i, I don't know i when I sat down and listened to the record, like, you know, stem to stern, it just, it got so much for me. And I was just like, by the end, I'm just like, don't care, don't care, don't care, you know? Well, thankfully it's short, you know, it's like 40 yes. minutes. Yes, and I like that. And I mean, especially too, because I mean, I know a lot of uh, rap and hip hop albums can have skits and filler and stuff where it, it seems like they have to fill out the whole disc. And even even some of the really great ones, like, you know, I mean, like, I mean, I love Outkast and they do that, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, it's one where I think I, I ended up making a uh, one CD version of uh, Speaker Box Love Below that I think is, like, really, really strong. And it's like, and again, it, it it's the full 70 minutes, you know, two CDs worth, but it's all the really good songs instead of the bullshit skits that no one likes. <laughs> Yeah, I think there was an article in uh, AV Club talking about hip hop skits and that they're seemingly, thankfully, a dying breed. Yeah, yeah, it's like I don't, I don't know. It's like I, I've just, I mean, I mentally I don't listen to a lot of hip hop, but I've never heard a good one. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I, I mean, so I like that. I love that. Uh, Uses is is a very compact album, in in you know, and and it, and it is basically all meat, no filler. It is just that some of the meat has this like little signs about how awesome the chef is. I guess I I, I know I'm kind of I kind of screwed up that metaphor, but yeah. <laughs> did 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 you could you get any uh, a, a Frankie teardrop vibe from like the outro to I Am a God though for the screaming? I didn't twig to it, but now that you mention it, I can kind of hear that. Like I like I said, I mean, I it, it didn't pop into my mind when I was listening to it, but. You know, it, I I caught that on the first listen, and also um, I'm, I swear to God, he's sampling the song "Vienna" by Ultravox at the start of I think "Guilt Trip." Mm. It's also the one that's got like the "Fly Like an Eagle" sample, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I I picked up the "Fly Like the Eagle" sample because I, I always like that, like in the real songs. I, I like the Steve Miller band. I you know. I'm not really familiar with them except for "Fly Like an Eagle." Um. I, I don't, like, I, I basically just have, like, the greatest hits kind of thing, but, like, pretty much all of their singles were really, really solid. Hmm. Like, uh, Take the Money and Run is really a good one, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's them? Yeah. I, I, they're probably one of those bands where, like, I don't know, I, I know the songs, I just don't know their Steve Miller band songs. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, you know, even though they're for housewives and little girls, check out the uh, greatest hits records. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll consider that. Okay. I, I, there's just so much stuff I, I need to listen to. I'm, I'm trying to be selective. And I know. I know. I mean, honestly, too, I mean, you can get the same thing by just turning on like rock radio, like classic rock radio for a a day or so. And you've got probably most of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to decide if I really want to get more into it, Kanye, after this, because I know it sounds like this is very different than all of his other records, except perhaps for 808 and and Heartbreak. But no, it's this is different than 808s. Yeah, I, I think I think in a way he might be one of those guys that. Kind of like Sparks, where, you know, each record is a departure. Okay. I can see uh, that. Like, because I, um, I, like I said, I mean, I, I, those are the, these are the only two records I've really heard. But I mean, from reading reviews and stuff of, you know, like, what was it? College Dropout was his first one. Then there was Graduation, I think. And people were like, wow, Graduation is really different. Like, people were, I think we're kind of expecting College Dropout Part 2. And then, I, I think, I think the one after that was Stay Away and Heartbreak. And everyone's like. What? <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a couple records in between there. Oh, okay. I'm not I'm not the greatest authority on on Kanye or anything. I mean, it's you know, but it's like, you know, I I do kind of read you know the reviews and stuff like from the AV Club and whatnot, and I mm-hmm. I mean I, I could be manufacturing a narrative here, but I don't think I am. <laughs> no, I, I don't think so either. I mean, just in my cursory research, I, that seems to be about right. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just goes to show, I mean, you, you you have to be willing to try something out before you dismiss it, I think. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it, that's that's the thing, is I, you know, like, I, I probably wouldn't have checked this one out on my own, but I wouldn't have been all like, eh, Kanye, <laughs> you know. I, 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 I mean, until you picked it, I mean, my, my, my thoughts was probably like, this probably isn't going to be my, my cup of tea, but, you know, live and let live, you know, whatever, rock mm-hmm. on, you know. Yeah. If you can get past some of the lyrics, I think it might be worth... I mean, one of my favorites is is one of the songs that's really... That's all about him, Bound 2. Mm-hmm. You gotta admit, that, that uh-huh honey sample is entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think it's one where, for, for me, a lot of it... Like, because uh, I'm thinking I'm probably going to like it more when it starts coming up on Shuffle. Mm-hmm. You know, just because... I won't have be. I won't have already sat through like you know a half an hour of Kanye being awesome. I've you know, because that that was it for me. Is it was I, I was like going like I really liked the music part of it, the the you know the the beats and everything. I just got so sick of you know Kanye being awesome. You know, <laughs> I just one last thing, and we can maybe talk a little bit about Andrew's pick, even though he's not here. Um... Is I knew I know that Daft Punk was involved with the uh, with a couple tracks, including I think Black Skinhead. Hmm. Okay. Because I I had heard that they had worked with him on the record, but I mean I didn't really know to what extent because and I, and this this annoys me is that the there is no artwork with it at all. It's just the CD with a red sticker on it, holding it shut. I think that's kind of cool. I I don't know. I mean, to me, it, it's. Well, I, I, I'm kind of old school, and I've always really liked, you know, the idea of sitting down with, like, the liner notes and pouring over them and everything like that. And, I mean, I, I always feel, like, kind of ripped off if, if a CD is just, like, you know, cover art and, and you know, that's about it. So I think, to me, that this is, like, sort, sort of, like, like, what the hell are you trying to pull here, <laughs> you know? It, it, it's minimalist. <laughs> But I, I think I think it's it, it's you don't really see that in 
you know, CDs. You know, you don't really see anyone like pull that kind of crap, and you know, it's it's a ballsy move, and I it's it's one that I the guy may be an asshole, but he knows a little bit about how to market himself, that's and true. that that's a that's a really the the the, the very the, the the lack uh the cover art or lack thereof is uh is a perfect example of that, and I think in this case it works. Yeah, although it, 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 it gets your attention, doesn't it? Well, that is true. That is you know, true. It's, it's like... a crowded rack of CDs, and you're and suddenly you see this like transparent jewel case with one red sticker holding it shut, and you go like, "The fuck?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it, if, it, if that don't get your attention, point. nothing will. Yeah. Although you have to admit, the uh, did you see the thing about the uh, T-shirt? Yeah, I mean that that's that's it's, it is, that is both bullshit and completely unsurprising. Yeah, yeah. I really hope no one bought that, but I'm not holding out hope. <laughs> no, people people definitely bought it. Yeah, it it it's it doesn't surprise me one bit, and it shouldn't surprise any of us. <laughs> yeah, I guess what we're, we're we're talking about is Kanye had a oh was it 125 dollars I think about that. So, yeah, like and it was just a white T-shirt with the the word Kanye silk screened in on the neck where you know where the tag would go. So you put it on, and it's just a white T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea if this was like him, like an executive decision, or like some sort of marketing person that he's got hired, or who knows. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's one where like if it weren't one hundred and twenty-five dollars or however much it was, it was something really absurd like that. I, I would actually think it'd be kind of funny considering it would actually kind of tie in with the album art. I, I think it's just that the 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 cost of it kind of just makes it kind of annoying or offensive. I don't mean offensive like, oh, I am actually upset about this. I just seem, it just, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like, what? Why, why bother? Exactly, yeah. It's just sort of like, oh, you took something that would have been like kind of cool and kind of funny and made it like douchebaggy. Hmm. Welcome, welcome to uh, Music Marketing 101. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, uh, you and I are probably lusting over the uh, stuff they sell in Club Devo every day. Even well, though it's yeah. not 120 bucks usually for a shirt, but <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like I mean, like if if the Kanye shirt had been like 25 dollars, like a band T-shirt, I would have been fine with that because I mean that's still way too much for a white T-shirt, of course. But it's it's kind of a reasonable, it's a re- more reasonable thing because I mean it is a that's kind of this going rate for most band shirts. Yeah, and it's a funny joke that way. I, Which reminds me, I wish I, I wish I didn't miss out on my chance to buy one of those sleeveless maxi turtlenecks and they got reissued. Oh yeah. <sighs> so oh, I wanted one of those so bad. Yeah. I, I was really close to buying one of the Boogie Boy masks, but Oh, I, I knew I couldn't swing that shit. Yeah, for me I was like I just didn't know what I where I would put it. Because I would want something that could put it on display but also protect it. And I, I wasn't really sure what I what I could do for that, so mm-hmm. I let that one go. Yeah, and the panel shirt that they the band wears on stage on one of one of those they don't sell those anymore. Mm. Uh, um. Anyway, we're, we want to talk about Andrew's pick a little bit, don't we? Should we, or should we wait for him to come back? Yeah, because he's got a different pick for the next show. Well, yeah, yeah but we, I wasn't we, sure if we were going to kind of conga line him down or what. Uh, I, I the implic and like last time he we just basically talked about Keen and he just you know we, we went he went on to the next pick so. Okay, okay. That's established a precedent. Okie dokie, then. Uh, Do you want to start? Yeah, okay. Um, Andrew's pick uh, was uh, uh, the... I need to look up the name of the record. It's Evil Things. Is that it? Evil Man? It's uh, Evil Friends. Evil Friends. Thank you. I knew Evil was in there. 
the album was Evil Friends by Portugal the Man, and his uh, cut for or his pick for the uh, the hit single is uh, uh, Creep in a T-shirt. So why don't we hear a little bit of that now? I mean, he's obviously I, saying something, but I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah, yeah. Creep t- and t-shirt jeans. What? Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't look at the lyrics. I'm too lazy. Yeah. Um, I have to admit, I was really surprised uh, by this one. Um, basically from the... Because honestly, I think the, the, the band name was kind of terrible. Yeah, I, I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, you know what, it, what, what, burns, what burns me about the band name is the period in the middle. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's Portugal... The man. Period. The man. Well, you don't pronounce the period, but well, I, yeah. I think but like Portugal pause. The man. Like what? Yeah. Now, if you and, drop the period, it would just be a little clumsy. Like yeah. Portugal, the man. Uh, meh. Whatever. I mean, I, there, I, there's I, worse still, band names. Yeah, I mean, it would still be a shitty band name, but it wouldn't be like a colossally shitty band name. And I'm not even opposed to periods and band names in general because one of my favorite uh, electronic acts is Adult. Yeah, which but the has a period at the end. Yes. And, you know, all caps, period. Fine. Exactly, yeah. But um, uh, but other than that, like, other than their, like, terrible band name, I didn't really know anything about them other than they're doing really pretty well on, like, uh, like AAA charts and stuff like that. So seeing, like, between that uh, and that, I, I also thought that, like, Portugal the man was an actual man. Like, I thought, like, he was, like, Portugal was his, like, dumbass stage name or something. But they're actually a band. Which I don't know if that makes it better or worse band name wise, but um, I don't think it makes any difference. Yeah. So, but so basically, the when I uh, I I saw that Andrew had picked Portugal the Man with the little bit that I had known about them, I basically pictured you know wanker with an acoustic guitar whining. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of what I was set up for too. Um, and I am very glad to report that it is not a wanker with an acoustic guitar whining. It's actually like a really good. Uh, kind of psychedelic pop, kind of in that wax fang mode. I thought, and I, I actually really liked this, and I was like really surprised that I liked it so much. But I, for me, this was like you know, I think I actually like this one better than Jesus. Even you know, I, I thought that that you know, this, well, I'm not surprised by that. Well, yeah, I mean, because there's very little about Kanye being awesome on this album. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, wasn't one of the songs about Kanye? Uh, I'm, I'm just checking, like, um, do, do, do. yeah, I'm, Modern I'm Jesus. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that was all. I thought that was all about Kanye <laughs> and Atomic Man. And <laughs> is it just me? Or is Atomic Man kind of uh, my Sharona? I think you're right. Yeah, though there are very there there are much worse songs for uh, for a song to be than my Sharona because my Sharona is awesome. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we had this discussion when talking about Amanda Palmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I like this record too. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I hadn't listened to it, but Thursday uh, I met uh, a friend of Andrew's uh, in 
who was in town for work, um, there's a meetup for folks who use app.net at the at McSorley's old air, ale, McSorley's old ale house, mm. the oldest bar in New York City. It's been there for nearly 160 years. Anyway, this I'm getting off, but uh, gentleman who uh, met, who Andrew worked with on the Zen Geek podcast, uh, Je- uh, Jeff, uh, I can't remember, Jeffrey Inshow. Uh, mm, yeah, yeah, he he said he was a fan. Like, oh, you'll you'll love it. Like, okay, okay, and I did. So that was nice. Um, Creep in a t-shirt's wonderful. Um, yes. I mean, not all of it. I I, I was a little taken back at, at the intro. Like, what is this? This is this isn't what I was expecting. I don't know if I like this intro. But once that weird synthy sound kind of went away and the, the song itself proper started, like, okay, I think I'm into this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so. Oh yeah, and Andrew, if you're listening, Jeff says hi. <laughs> so, yeah, I, so that was that was an interesting introduction to the record, and so um, yeah, I I don't know what it is that I like about this, but it, it's 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 something that I need. It, it's it's that one. It's that indie sort of sound. That indie psychedelic kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. Where, well, kind of where I mean, it's it's like you know, it, it's indie kids doing like studio experimentation where they don't necessarily have like the full on studio that like, you know, Brian Wilson has, or, you know, cause uh, who, who does? Well, yeah, <laughs> but, but I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's studio experimentation. That's kind of split with making do with the studio that you have, I guess. And also just really well-crafted pop songs. Well, that too. Yeah. You know, cause just pure studio experimentation without any, pop song structure can can come off as wanky. wanky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we did that. Well, we were actually in sync on that. Skype was behaving. Because <laughs> then periodically throughout the show, you've been, you, you Skype would pause on you and then it would play back everything you said at like uh, 120% speed. Oh, fun. <laughs> well, actually, well, it, actually, actually, I've just, I've just been mainlining speed throughout this yeah. episode. So, you know, that, that, you can't blame that one on Skype. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I, 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 I think it's probably, I'm, I'm using the older Skype 2.8 version, so I think that's probably, if this were Skype 6, I'll probably just, like, drop it. <laughs> like, you know, fuck you, you don't need to hear what he said, even if it is at uh, rapid speed. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I made this switch because a lot of the, some of the podcast people I respect have uh, been using Skype 2.8 for ages, so I'm like, you know what, they, they, they know something I don't. Mm. So I found a, a download to the old version of Skype, and I uh, installed it, and I tried to get my setup working, and I think it's working fine. Do I sound okay? I'm, I'm talking into oh. the good microphone, so... Yeah, no, I, like, honestly, um, I've not been able to tell any any audio difference. <laughs> okay, so, uh, anything else you want to talk about? Because we've got, like, about ten minutes left. Uh, I don't know, tell you the truth, it, you know... I don't know. I mean, I, I I know like Andrew would have a lot more to say about uh, Portugal because it was his pick and all, but yeah. Well, okay, at the start of the next show, we'll nudge Andrew to give us like his thoughts on both Jesus and Portugal. And if we go long next week, who cares? Yeah. Well, and and Kane some too. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you had to pick this week. Yeah. Well, we'll find out if if uh, Dream Andrew and Real Andrew are in sync on that one. <laughs> Will Dream and Will Real Andrew be as angry as Dream Andrew about Kingsham? <laughs> Find out next week on the latest exciting episode of Crush on Radio. <laughs> and 
uh, we actually have picks for next week, so we should probably uh, drop those and let you let you know what's going on. Uh, yes. I actually have to look mine up because I uh, I think I know what the album is, but I don't remember what the song that I'm going to be talking up is that you should look up and pay attention to. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing also. Okay. Um, okay. Ooh, I can't wait to uh, listen to your pick. Uh, my pick next week is Micro Disney. Uh, the album is called 39 Minutes, though the album's actually, I think, uh, longer than 39 minutes. I'm going to double check just to pad some time. The album is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, oh no, it's shorter. It's 37 minutes. 38, <laughs> 38 minutes. It might have been 39 minutes on vinyl because you had to flip it over. Mm, yeah. Anyway. My my pick is uh, Micro Disney's album uh, Thirty Nine Minutes, and the song is Gale Force Wind. Okay. Matt, my pick is uh, Warren Zevon's album Mister Bad Example, and the uh, cut to pay attention to is Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. Great song, great song. Yeah, yeah. And Andrew will be picking Anamanaguchi. Um, Anamanaguchi. 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 The Anamanaguchi. album. The album Endless Fantasy. And the song, appropriately enough, that he selected will be Endless Fantasy. And I'm at a Gucci. And that. Yeah. Right. Um, I am Cornholio. <laughs> and I'm at a Gucci. <laughs> uh, so, where can we find each other on the internet? And I'm at a Gucci. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me uh, at Kitty Sneezes uh, on Twitter, Kitty Sneezes on Tumblr, and for one more day only, you can actually buy yourself an o- official Kitty Sneezes t-shirt by going to, kitty, uh, to teespring.com, that's T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G.com, uh, slash Kitty Sneezes, all lowercase with a capital T at the end. I'm, uh, a, I'm a capitalist whore. When you say one more day, does, that, does the sale end on Sunday or does it end on Monday? Uh, it uh, ends on Monday. Um, as of right now, we have one day and seven hours left and we're recording this at uh, 11 a.m. Pacific on Sunday. So, Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Because so, uh, this, this episode goes out Sunday evening. So right. if you're hearing this and it is Tuesday where you are, you missed your chance. Yes, and you are a, a, a sucker. Yes. Uh Andrew Marvin is at andrewmarvin.net, Andrew Marvin on the Twitter and the Tumblr and the Facebook. Wait, no, he's on the Facebook, on the on the app.net. Nobody should be on the Facebook. Uh, <laughs> but we all are anyway. Uh, yeah. And I am sanspoint.com, sanspoint on the Twitter and the fa- in the app.net, last.fms, and uh, what a breath mint on the Tumblr, but that's I'm not really doing much with that, trying to decide what to do with that. And, of course, we are crushonradio.com, Radio. On Twitter, Crush on Radio on the Facebook. We do not have an app.net account yet. Um, and finally, you can also find us on the iTunes at Crush on Radio. Just do a search, leave us a review, rate us five stars, and we will love you forever. Earn some precious, precious karma and reincarnate as a higher life form by reviewing Crush on Radio positively. And, and, and... I'm on a Gucci! <laughs> and I'm on a Gucci! <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>